Lock on those cartridges and fasten your seatbelts. It's part two of our Sonic 3 and Knuckles revisit. Enjoy. So we are going to either continue the same game or hop over to a new one as we moved into the Sonic and Knuckles zones. Yeah, uh, full disclosure, everyone, we had a separate recording between two of these <laughs> between these two parts because we yep. basically we wanted to make this one big recording, but due to time constraints, uh, we had to split it into. Um, <laughs> that's uh, probably a bit familiar, but here we are uh, on Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> 3D Sonic and Knuckles landed on that little chunk of rock just hanging out. Knuckles is shaking his fist in a weird way at us. Yeah, but that was this was the coolest when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, no, yeah 100%. Because it was the first one, I, like I mentioned, it's the first one I played out of uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles with Sonic and Knuckles. So I was like, oh man, this is badass. And it was, and it is, and it remains as such. I don't care what any of the kids say. I love this. <laughs> my my favorite part is playing the vanilla title is the uh the little tiny tiny little chibi uh Sonic and Knuckles on the character select on the the title yeah. screen. Yeah. And Sonic point. has a giant hand the size of his body just wagging his little finger at you. <laughs> So speaking of the title screen of that, I want to say I did not make this up in my own head, but I feel like I overheard somewhere either like at school or on the internet or something that when you're like, you know how on that title screen, if you like you're choosing Sonic and Knuckles, you go really fast and, you know, they just turn to a purple blur. Mm -hmm. Somebody somewhere said like, oh, that's a secret character, man. It's another uh, character that you can oh. unlock. <laughs> <laughs> like Wichina, the star line, or... <laughs> that's how you unlock Rain, uh, the mm -hmm. purple one. <laughs> <laughs> Toasty. In my experience of childhood like playground rumors, it was probably made the f*** up. Uh, but cool nonetheless. You know, like Sonic and Tails in Melee. Well, actually, that was in magazines, so I don't know. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was April Fool's in like a Electronic Gaming EGM. Monthly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, and I still tried to do that. <laughs> oh, tr trust me, we oh, will yeah. have a long discussion about that whenever we cover Sonic and Smash Brothers. Mm, oh, we yeah. should, yes. We, we got to stay on topic. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. Mushroom Valley Zone? Nope. It's gonna be. Uh, it was gonna be, but then it became Mushroom Hill, because we've got to have a hill zone in the Sonic game. We uh, have branding. <laughs> that's true. But mushrooms, like the Mario has. But bigger. These are different, though. These, yeah, look no, that's true. these look tastier, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, they do. If yeah. we're comparing Mario Brothers 1 mushrooms to these, yeah, I would I would chop these up and put them in a stew or a curry, but... Just ask Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the inspiration for the Mushroom Planet. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yes. Here it is. It's Mushroom Hill Zone. Either you get here, like, either you just stop dead, so you, you start right here, or you get, like, airlifted in by Tails if you're playing a Sonic in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Either way, 
Oh, right. So if you are playing it on Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you get that wonderful little part that introduces you to the new Super Rings, where you where you sneak up on Knuckles, who is like in his little hideout lair or something, and he pokes his head around the corner. It's so funny. It's pretty <laughs> cute. Yeah. Like in hindsight now, I'm like... Oh, Knuckles, you got to be a little more careful than that, man. Come on. That's <laughs> not a specialty. <laughs> then you go in there, and I think I have already talked about if you're little child me and didn't understand, you're like, oh, wow, I managed to collect the Chaos Emeralds. Hey, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I think the sniper got me again. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, um, if you're playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles and you have all the Emeralds, they, do they sort of like Dragon Ball? out of you and then they shoot off into these little i don't know pedestals and they and then they're big gray ones and uh and underneath the master emerald in the hidden palace zone which you haven't seen yet if you haven't played it all the way through and that's how you get the super emeralds it's really cool actually Oh, it's amazing. Like, the the fact it uses that particular, like, giant <laughs> laser explosion sound for all of them, like, th- yes, it, it's so cinematically cool. Um, and it really drives ba- drives home, like, how much more cinematic this game is. Because, like, every time you beat a special stage, it's not just, you know, Sonic got a Chaos Emerald or whatever. It's, you know, Sonic got through the stage and then it, zoom- it like, fades in, pans down to the Emerald and Hidden Palace, gets, like, little lights coming from the side as it powers up. Mm. Yeah. Just really making it an event. Yep. But this is where you're introduced to an entirely separate set of these Blue Sphere stages. And I think we talked about some of these are, ooh, man, they're kind of mean. But yeah. um, <laughs> c- completely doable with practice. And in fact, in Mushroom Hill, there are, uh, I believe, eight total giant rings. So uh, <laughs> you can absolutely get through this first zone with all of the Super Emeralds if you're uh, if you got the skills to pay the bills. I don't know where I've played this game a lot. I don't know where they all are. I should probably bring up a map next time. I want to try and actually find them all. But yep, they're out there. I I still have to use a map. Um, and then I go, oh yeah, I knew that. It's usually yeah. oh, you go you go up here, and then the second loop de loop. But I, like I think I've already said, my my memory I can, cannot store the entire map in my brain anymore. But. Can I say something controversial? Uh-oh. In the first part, I said Sonic Sprite. Can I say, I I think they're cool. I just don't really care about Hyperforms. I get why they're here. They're like the op- ultimate reward and like there's an extra super thing. But I've never been one of those Sonic fans. It's like, they got to bring it back, man. What are they doing, Sega? This is what we want. Um, I feel like the opportunity to do it, and if I recall correctly, this was on Ian Flynn's Bumblecast, is he pitched in the finale of uh, the final boss in Frontiers, and they said, no, nah, we, we're not going to do that. And he said, okay, they don't well, wanna, I tried. They don't want to do have, like, DBZ power creep, as I recall, was the reason. Yeah. No, so they did, like, Supersonic 2 or whatever it's called, whatever the unofficial <laughs> name is for, sorry, spoilers for when we talk about uh, Frontiers again. But yes, yeah. a an ascended super form instead of bringing hyperforms back. I, th- I, I understand think understand what you're saying there, Jeremy. They're I, objectively cool, though. Like I'm not saying they aren't cool. I understand what you're saying, but Jeremy, you have to understand something. 
for me and for people like me, like the Dave Bulmers of the world, the Super <laughs> Emeralds and Hypersonic was the coolest shit ever happening in our favourite Sonic game. And every time they disregard something from our favourite Sonic game, we get very <laughs> upset because this was the, the, the apex of what made Sonic to us. Outside of Sonic the Comic, obviously. But you see, <laughs> so that's why we're just like, well, it'd be nice if they brought it back just once. Mm-hmm. But I can understand. It's not really necessary, because now Super Sonic is just it. Super Sonic is like... As of Sonic Adventure, like the, the Sonic Super Sonic is like the manifestation of hopes and dreams that Sonic that Sonic represents when he comes, he rises up and becomes this golden star that takes on the whatever ancient evil god has been revived this time. It's the embodiment of what the Chaos Emeralds are now, which is yeah. it's a phrase that that keeps getting brought up even in in Frontiers, I believe. Sonic Sonic is explaining to um, a Sage like the Chaos Emeralds are powerful. Powerful because they convert your hopes and dreams or thoughts into physical power. And Supersonic, especially in Sonic Adventure, what a great example, is the embodiment of everyone's uh, uh, wishes for a better future. You know, same in Sonic Adventure 2. The, the, it ties all back into not only does Knuckles use the same, you know, the Master Emerald, the same speech to call does, but like, uh, you know, Sonic and Shadow are the embodiment of everyone's wishes and hopes that Maria ultimately wanted Shadow mm-hmm. To, but so yes all, all that rambling to say that like yeah supersonic basically in modern sonic like is that ultimate pinnacle of the power of the chaos emeralds but yeah hypersonic was just really f-ing cool and an excuse yeah. to yeah. excuse yeah. to do seven more of these horrendously hard stages and now he's <laughs> got like a cool little pseudo homing attack clear the screen maybe not good for for photosensitive viewers because he sure is flashing a lot but yes very cool yeah very cool um yeah so he's only really necessary for this game i will admit that like he was the only reason they brought him in was to give you a reason to get supersonic again otherwise it's just like well i had him already now you get the ultimate prize so that's what that's what his purpose serves i I like when cool things get cooler and you can't keep doing that like over and over again i get that (laughs) but i like when cool things get a better version that's even cooler that's just where i stand on it and it's from sonic 3 and knuckles so i like it um Anyway, Mushroom Hill Zone, I suppose we should talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I admit, when I was a kid, it took me way too long to figure out how those friggin' pulleys worked. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Tails doesn't help very much. He kind of screws up the timing. <laughs> He's a little pixel brain. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the uh, those weird like floating platforms from Carnival Night. Yeah, yeah, his little, like, half-second delay. (laughs) I was going to say, we've done Carnival Night, and we didn't really spend that much time talking about it. My brain is not okay today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that stupid barrel, because, hey, I never had a problem with that. Get good, nerds. (laughs) I think we we did, but we're just at a point where we're just like, naturally, you all know you should be good at this at this point. Hi, I'm nerds, and I did not get good until I was an adult. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know I've said before. But it wasn't until um, I voiced Sonic in that short yeah. about the barrel that I was like, wait, people had trouble with the barrel? <laughs> That's how I learned about it, I think. I think I learned yeah. about it from that short. Yeah, because I could just hear Jeremy in the back of my brain going, up and down? What yep. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good short. It's one of my oh, favorites. But yeah, uh, lots of really cool stuff. Um, speaking of Mario things, there's a mole that pops out and chucks things at you. Oh, um, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got such a great little design. I love his little helmet. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what makes me think of Monty Mole. Like, did Monty Mole have a helmet, or am I just like projecting the badnik onto Monty Mole? I probably am. You're you're mixing it with Charge and Shock. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, and possibly Hammer Brothers. Um, yeah, no, the ma- the Mad Mole is his own uh, original his own beast. Sorry, he was saying Jake. Oh, <laughs> I was just gonna say in Sonic Two we had the uh, the chicken chucking stuff at you, and now we have a mole chucking stuff at you. So we have a yep. we have a short legacy of animals that specifically pop out of holes and throw things at you and then hide away. <laughs> Yep, although yeah. there, indeed we do. There's a chicken in this one too. He's just blowing oh, on yeah. you. He's blowing on you. Air. Yeah, he's modeled after what do they call those things? Oh, God. oh a, a weather like vane. A weather vane? Yeah. a weather vane. That's oh, the fella. Yeah. I haven't thought about those in a long time. You think I would? I live in the UK where we have like I don't know a hundred of them on top of every spire <laughs> in every town center. Um, but yes, Cluckoid is that his name? I forgot yes. its name is Cluckoid. That sounds like a, <laughs> some kind of insult. So <laughs> many like so many yeah. chicken characters have Cluck in the name in the Sonic uh, franchise because it says. Here, you may be in the wiki article, the fan wiki article, you may be looking for Cluck, Cluck Satayem, Cluckbird, or Clucker. <laughs> <laughs> or cl- or Clucky. Oh my god. Well, yeah, these days. Uh-huh. But we know what his actual name was. Yep. And, uh, yeah. We know what he got up to. <laughs> On a special chair. <laughs> Mushroom Hill, very good level. I actually really like. Okay, I guess it never really occurred to me. Yeah, this is kind of supposed to be a a version of Green Hill, and it's a really good one. I it's such a good. Um, again, if you're just playing like Sonic and Knuckles on its own, it's a good introduction to like how sprawling and vertical some of these levels can get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you're playing through Knuckles, like this is the you know the first zone, but he has a uh, several completely different areas, and it's it's really pretty too. Like the fact that you run through it and the palette changes twice. I guess yeah, you're going from it's like, like the season changes as well. I interpret it. Yeah. <laughs> I wild. guess you're going from yeah from summer to fall and then to winter. Um, that bit always throws me off. It's because like in Act Two, you've got like the blue mushrooms as well and everything. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I love those little palette. I don't know why it just everything freshens up it's um I really like the uh, both bosses in these because they're they're kind of the epitome of we were kind of talking before oh, I always forget his name is hey ho that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that that's awesome <laughs> uh I, I I like how he looks like a dude and also I like his uh I guess his his second cousin in Sonic mania the oil ocean boss um wearing yeah. the coveralls um these bosses are I wouldn't say difficult at all but they're so pretty looking like the uh, hey ho is doing a cool like pseudo 3d thing by hitting the trees and and chopping the big pieces at you and then the eggman boss is a chase and they're doing that cool like uh i guess is that technically parallax or just some some sprite tricks yeah. yeah some sprite tricks to like go through the these tree trunks and these these spiky things and not very that difficult seems like at all a remnant. It seems like the remnant of the Sonic 3D project that this is going to be. Yeah, like These yeah. little moments like this where they actually created stuff in 3D. Because I'm pretty sure they would have created at least some of these things in 3D. Mm-hmm. And I like the the Eggman starts like uh, the thing is buried and he's... What is he broadcasting? Is he... <laughs> he's got a little satellite poking out that's doing something. He's, he's doing some kind of recon. Maybe, maybe trying to like uh, send some kind of signal to the Death Egg. 
Oh, maybe. And like, a- I wonder even like, oh, you interrupted him. And so he's just like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so he <laughs> doesn't broad- have. He's, a- he's broadcasting seasonal depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking some uh, more subterfuge focused in this half of the big game. <laughs> Apparent- apparently, uh, it's. A satellite that is affecting the weather, and that's why the palette oh, changes in Mushroom Hill. Wow! According to according to the Japanese manual. God, well, the Japanese manuals go. always know way more than the rest of us. I suppose that's why <laughs> yeah. it's called Egg Scrambler. It's uh, scrambling yeah. something. Yeah, scrambler, scramble eggs like a bird's. Egg. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. We try. We try not to keep doing those, but. That one was not on me. <laughs> I think we we touched upon it. I did take a look at the the American manual and like you know, not to hash anything, you know, a 30-year-old localization out, but yes, it is basically has zero of the story compared to the Japanese manual, which I know is like, oh, you know, one day Sonic had a dream and found a, a ring with runes inscribed and like, man, y'all just didn't carry any of that over. Come on, man. <laughs> but it is None of this stuff is. about how the floating island, you know, some kind of a beast destroyed the local civilization and other stuff that was totally just secretly setting up for Sonic Adventure and we didn't uh, even know uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> a happy coincidence that be. Yeah, Mushroom Hill, good. Now screw it. It's time for my possibly favorite classic zone of all time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, floating over head. It's the flying battery. It's, oh, and it's really it's as released order in Sonic yeah. and Knuckles. <laughs> uh yeah, flying battery just I love everything about it. It's so cool. Like that the the music, I, the Mushroom Hill music is is really good. Um I like all the big bassy sounds and percussion and even yeah, the what is obviously supposed to be like a rockin' guitar solo in the background. And then you get to Flying Battery and like this is straight up like heavy metal music. <laughs> <laughs> now we know June Senaway was involved in the soundtrack, but you know when you think of like heavy metal music with Sonic, you just you wonder a little bit because I know at this point they were relying on the quote unquote Sega sound team a bit more because of the incidents involving the music in the first <laughs> part of the game. This is one of those ones where I'm like, I would love a, Se- a Sonic Generation style remix of uh, Flying Battery. Oh yeah, I mean we did get two very good remixes in Sonic Mania. Yes. That's true. Well, yep, that's, I mean, T-Lopes, what can, what can you expect? Oh, yep. man. That's true. It is funny, though, that we haven't, I mean, Sonic Mania, yes, but that we don't see a lot of revisits to, like, more Sonic and Knuckles stages. Like, I, you know, using um uh the Sonic Symphony, uh, it seems like most Sonic and Knuckles music is, like, quote-unquote, safe but i don't know they usually play it real safe and just stick with the like some of the uh the the little jingles and sky sanctuary like (laughs) whoever did sky sanctuary must still be at sega and be like i sign over my firstborn son to sega (laughs) (laughs) well as long well we know like nothing nothing else in sonic and knuckles really got changed in the origins release Except for they don't use the main theme song, the title screen, like even though Sonic 3 and Knuckles... Mm. Yeah. But then again, they use the invincibility theme, which uses the same melody. So I don't know. I think that's ju- I think they just made some kind of arbitrary choices with the soundtrack. Either way, yeah. Flying Battery is still there, and it's still great, and I love it. Um, it's really good. We talked about it a bit in Sonic Mania, I think, like talking about how it's 
uh, a better version of Wing Fortress, very much so, and also yeah. keeps all of Robotnik's junk, apparently. Uh like the egg capsules and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I love all of the like little surprises. Like, yeah, you hit a ca- you're like, "What's that doing here?" And I I can't remember. I think it is the first one you come across does release bad nicks, but then some of the ones later like, "Oh, a couple of rings." And it's just like, oh, "I keeps you guessing." Yeah. And um I remember being so surprised as a kid getting to one of the outside sections and then you get all the way to the right and you're like, well, where do I go? And then here come these goofy little bombs on parachutes and you just have to wait about 10 seconds like, oh, watch out. Ah, there you go. He's blowing up his own place. That's our egg, man. <laughs> uh, this has some of the most interesting to get to uh, super rings, by the way. Uh, oh, you have yeah. to really look for them. But if you see a, a pair of sp- like a, a set of spikes on top of a tube in like the in the floor, uh, push you just push that those spikes out of the way and drop down, and that will get you to a s- numerous super rings. That happens a few times. I always thought that was cool. I yeah, uh, I think there's also the one where you there's not a really a reason for you to stop at a certain place, but I think it's Act One, and if you stop at a certain place for about three or four seconds, you'll see some of those uh, half platforms come out of the wall. Um, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, those guys, yeah. I better jump up right. there. Um, but yeah, if you're just speeding through, you're not going to see them. You, you got to know to stay and wait for just a second. Um, the the mini boss in this first act is yeah. so funny. Again, not too hard once you once you figure out what you're supposed to do. But it's the first of a couple of bosses where you're like, OK, this guy is going to take himself out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those bosses. I remember as a kid, like, it, it stumped me for a little while, and then I, I think I stood on his head for, like, well, head, quote-unquote, for too long, and I I realized it hit me, but it also, I saw him flash after he got hurt, after he, like, yep. hit himself, and I was like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> I, I, it's such a creative mini-boss, like, especially for the time, and I think it also has, like, the the benefit of the foreshadowing through the level, like what we said, like there was capsules that either had enemies or rings in it. So it's like, oh, okay, so it's, there's mm-hmm. different things happening here. This, this really, I really like to think Eggman thought he was onto something by, by putting this. I think, yes, as Luke is linked, his official name is Gapsule. <laughs> Gapsule. Capsule, capsule with a G. Um, but putting this together, but like maybe rather quickly, or again, just didn't think it through. Like, oh, I'll get, he loves releasing my little animal capsule so much does he well he'll never see this coming and then just didn't think about the rest of the implications it's almost it's almost like a comedy thing to me like i don't know it makes me think of the the music hater robot from adventures of sonic (laughs) and like how how he kind of yeah he kind of defeats him in a similar way of overloading it but yeah like if this thing could speak it would be with that exact voice (laughs) all Oh, I'm gonna get you, Sonic! I'm gonna hit I'm you with my big, big spiky hands! <laughs> no more standing on my head! <laughs> <laughs> now, Doctor, I totally get what you're going for with the capsules that have bad nicks in them. It's a great trick, but why'd you put rings in some of them? <laughs> uh, he needs a break sometimes. I, I feel for the little blue rat. <laughs> I have to store them somewhere! <laughs> I don't know where he puts him, the little blue pervert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Act uh, Act Two, the I I think has a lot more of the big like vertical sections that you can jump. You know, you go up and down and through there, and you got the. <laughs> 
just thinking about it. the little spider that transports you that just has a mean smiley face on it. It's just like a little. It's, the, the, it's like the grabbers from Sonic Two, but I, but you you need to have them grab you. Uh, they don't actually hurt you. I guess they're there to help you, but just look like a little kid drew a frowny face on a on a tube, <laughs> a hot dog with legs. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, this uh, I really like the. Um, oh, there's a, this is the one. Uh, this boss has a weird first phase, doesn't it, with the big laser, where you just have to uh, wait for it to uh, burn itself out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a bit like this the uh, Wing Fortress boss, but with no actual interactivity other than avoid it, don't die. Yeah, I I <laughs> think uh, last time I was playing it, I was I had my hyper mode and was like, oh, I didn't know you could hit this, and it just doesn't do anything. You can hit it a bajillion times, and it won't break until I think it does like what like ten blasts and. It's it's just really cool. Then you get to chase chase Robotnik again from his little control panel, and uh, you get a cool like, whoops, things are shifting and breaking apart. Don't get squished. Yeah, what, what happened exactly? Like the the ground starts coming up under you, but other parts start falling down. Is he like crashing the flying battery? Is he like you know? Um, he's just like, oh, oh Plan B. <laughs> I wonder if it's yeah it's it's like breaking apart or maybe transforming in like a you know a proto egg carrier type way because uh, there's something left for you to stand on when you get to the boss yeah. which is the egg hanger which it sure does. <laughs> it does. Uh, well, how do you describe this guy? It's like a he's got little um, clamps, the clamps that sort of connect to the ground and he has on stretchy arms. And he has a little flamethrower on the top and a yeah. uh, bespoke sprite that only shows up during this part because um, they need to have him move side to side. Yep. In fact, he's so bespoke that they use it for Knuckles' playthrough, even though it's not supposed to be there, which did get no. fixed eventually in re-releases. Not only that, they actually fixed it by having an in-between sprite where he's in the middle. Yeah. And apparently that was, that was going to be in there in the game. I guess they just never programmed it in. So now we can look in all directions. I do love the sprite. It's very funny. It's just, oh, hey, we've never seen little Robotnik Eggman do that. He's he's looking up. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking up for old Eggy over here. Flamethrower. But you still you still beat him, and then you 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 bail out, and you go down to ice caps. No, just kidding. Um, no, <laughs> land smack dab in some sand yeah. into the the desert of Nevada. <laughs> You know, I remember thinking during my replay that I was going to come into here and say, I, you know what? All of the zones in Sonic 3 and Knuckles are really solid. And then <laughs> I did, you know, it's the arrest of development a few days earlier. I don't care for Sandopolis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just, oh, it might even be residual like kidney memories of always getting stuck in at least Act 2. Um... Oh no, adult me still thinks it's frustrating and stupid even without kid memories. <laughs> it's just a little too much too too much uh, uh maze sections, especially when the sand's coming up. Yeah, but it's, it, it gets very stressful. It's a very pretty level, I'll say that. The um the, the shimmer Narratively, the, it looks yeah. like from a narrative and from an aesthetic standpoint and like music standpoint, it's all very good. Uh it's just a bit unpleasant. 
to play sometimes yeah the um i i don't think i really paid attention to how cool the uh the heat sheen like the mm-hmm. the heat wave like it's so hot that the uh you know the, the the background is distorted i i don't think i've ever paid that close attention to that but i was just like whoa what a cool effect dang yeah <laughs> it's a great feature the inside of the pyramid in Act 2 is also very pretty and well-designed with some, uh, you know, confusing hieroglyphics that would be echoed in the uh, the pyramid base in Sonic Adventure 2. Like, do these mean anything? No, probably not. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. But yeah, uh, Act 1 is outside. It's outside, inside. Oh, you know what? Like, I do like, like, I do like the spectacle of all this because once you get through the level, and it is a bit of a pain. And I, to be honest, yeah, I don't really like desert levels in games very much. I don't know what it is; they just annoy me. Um, <laughs> but once you get to the part where the pyramid rises uh, and the sand is like descending down, and oh, I don't know, it just it's it's a really cool, like, it's a cool cinematic moment, if nothing else, which you can say for a lot of things in Sonic games, but. Yeah. Um, and then there's the oh the guardian. Well, that's not knuckles. Um, that's yep. the mini boss for this one. <laughs> Big stone dude. Okay, looking looking at this guy. I need to zoom in on this this screenshot. Looking at this guy because what I see is on the top of him. Those are his eyes. And then the big part below is his scary mouth. But I don't think that's true. Yeah, no. I'm re- I'm reading the lower part as like eyes and like a mono eye visor and then yeah with unexplained holes above that's how i see it but i can't help but also see like an orc face as well like with the eye the big gaping nostril and the big mouth i was just saying like as a child that's what i always saw was or he's like going like but if you look (laughs) at the the big circle is eyes and then the bottom he's almost got like a shredded almost like mortal Kombat ninja thing going on that's (laughs) cooler that's what it should be yeah and then yes looking at like how he was portrayed in sonic the comic and then even the uh the the golem boss in sonic adventure 2 which again is obviously a takeoff of this Mm -hmm. it's like oh okay he's got like a cool man face Looks a little Megatron. Looks a little Megatron, actually. Now I look at him. Yeah, or like Stone Man from uh, Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. What I see is just the uh, the pyramid boss from Star Fox, the first part of Venom. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's another one. Um, this boss is again. This is another boss where it's like, whoa, this ain't your mama's Sonic boss. You gotta you gotta push him into the. Well, you don't even have to push him because I think as a kid I didn't realize you could hit him, and I would just go stand right in front of the quicksand and just let his dumbass jump in yep <laughs> i did that too but either way this one usually takes like a couple of minutes and you're like yeah. oh i get it okay i get it okay i get it you <laughs> do have to wait a while for him to jump out jump out it does take, it does take a while i like i i pushed him all the way but that's still yeah. you know a lot when do i get to go fast again yeah sometimes tails will mess it up too and you'll you'll lose your rings tails son of a gun anyway into the pyramid i'm sure that'll be fine Wee! Ah! oh yeah what a ghost so there are ghosts in this pyramid um they are kept within the uh, an egg capsule, apparently. Uh, that's something Robotnik can do. I guess he's got Ghostbusters technology. Uh, <laughs> yep. Good for nice him. Nice job, Walter Peck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
this man has no penis. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the, this is like one of the first instances of these kind of like a uh, countdown timer um, threats in Sonic, as far as I know. Not no, oh, I mean man. okay. You're... Well, not including drowning, obviously. But the idea of like you having to do so, you're like you've got to keep doing a thing to stop this threat from attacking you. And in this case, it's the lights are going out, and when the lights go out, the little tiny bitty bitty little baby ghosts uh, slowly <laughs> but surely develop into monstrous little things with horns that will attack you, and then uh, they can swoop and get you. Now, I do yeah. think okay, it's funny that you say that because I don't know if it came up when we discussed on Superstars, but what is it? Is it egg? Uh, egg press act two that has the whoops if you let the countdown go it's an instant death no matter what and yes i mean that that just isn't that fun your first time through that in sonic superstars once you get the hang of it it's not that bad but this i prefer this where it's like the ghost can just attack you and physically hurt you it doesn't automatically like lose a life because they I don't know, rip the soul out of Sonic's body, but because, um, you know, if you're like super or invincible, you can just let the little buggers try their best to hurt you and they can't. Um, I, 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 I like this more now, like pulling the uh, uh, being completely real with y'all. I think as a kid, this kind of scared the oh. shit out of me just because <laughs> of that, that panicked feeling of, oh, no, the, the, now it's the, the lights went out. And then you have like what, like five or six seconds before they start swooping down. And I, I really appreciate it more now as a, a pretty cool level gimmick, even if um I don't really particularly enjoy like all of the, the sprawling like maze like and you know if you don't know what to do you can st- get stuck on those sand slides for a while and then you got to crawl up through a lot of these crushing platforms with sand and it's just not my favorite kind of sonic level it's too too maze like reminds me too much of um metropolis and sonic 2 i guess yeah but i'd rather play this than metropolis to be honest with you yeah me too yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's it's an like narratively like i was saying it's interesting and uh the comics like certainly uh got a lot out of this concept of like mm-hmm. you know because it, it does it, like we don't know where it comes from or who what's what race was here before it looks very egyptian just based on the hieroglyphs in the background but it's interesting and it looks cool Am I remembering correctly that there was an early IDW backup story where Rouge was exploring the pyramids? Uh, I can't remember. I thought I, all I remember at the end is she she puts band, bandages on herself to scare away the bad guys and doesn't oh, yeah. doesn't steal anything. You know, you said about desert levels is I, I get what you mean because they're almost always like yeah, it's 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 not even Egypt, it's cartoon Egypt that yeah. you know every Aladdin like <laughs> it's everyone just doing their take on an Arabian Nights Aladdin. But um, I, I I do ultimately think like it ends up being cool um, and it's it's does provide like such a like you said revisit in other media like just other cool things for characters to do in these these locations the eggman boss in this is um kind of weird it's it's cool though yeah like like i mentioned on the outline he's basically in a big sarcophagus or something or maybe it's well maybe it's meant to be like some sort of like stone structure or a golem of his own i don't i can't quite tell because it breaks apart when you hit it uh yeah 
I, I think um, it, it wasn't until Sonic Adventure 2 that I realized, like, oh, that's, like, I think the, the golem in Sonic Adventure 2 is, like, a combination of the, the mini-boss and this boss. And yeah. yeah. I, it's literally called a golem now I look at it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I like, it, it almost looks like that Eggman found this, like, oh, you know, this ancient technology, and he just shoved a bunch of his own crap in there to, to weaponize it even further yeah that sounds like him (laughs) completely desecrating this this artifact that had cultural and educational potential i love the fact Uh, that you break it apart though every time you hit it and uh, uh it just makes me think of like a sorry it just sort of makes me think of like a chocolate shell around the egg yeah i'd I'd eat that Mm, first we crack the shell then we crack the nuts inside (laughs) (laughs) in this case the egg I do like how it, uh, yeah, when you hit it, it comes apart in, like, layers. Um, you know, like, it just It's slides. a really cool effect. Yeah. It looks like it would uh, it would pinch your fingers real bad if you weren't oh, careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think you can, uh, if you're not careful, get caught behind it. And um, I think there might be, like, a, like a crushing death if you're not careful. Like, it might uh, be. I think that happened to me once. I yeah, I, I wonder if it's even like built into the game, kind of like you see uh, a lot of in Mario 64, like, oops, if you get here, like the game will kill you after five seconds to keep it from hard crashing or something. Uh, <laughs> well, in my case, when I was playing as Knuckles, Hyper Knuckles earlier, I somehow got crushed by landing next to his foot. So, well, but that's the retro engine for you, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little, little sensitive when it comes to those, but ah, well. Who's ready to get more fire? Oh boy. Okay, so after this, we fall. Uh, if you're playing a Sonic, you fall down a pit, and we get into the most, possibly the most cinematic level in all of uh, Sonic yeah. and Knuckles. At least it's it's certainly one of my favorites. It's Lava Reef Zone. Now, again, we've talked about it in great in great detail in um, like in, actually both in our Sonic Mania episode and the Death Egg episode because. This oh, is yeah. like one of the most like okay. First and foremost, it's a lot. It's a it's a lava level, but a different lava level because it's underground. Um, it's very cool. Actually, no, it's really hot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the uh. distance, you'll start seeing glimpses of the Death Egg, which I guess this is the mountain. Like we are underneath the mountain or the volcano, I guess that it fell into. Wasn't there some sort of comic at one point or something that? Eggman said he was using like geothermal energy to power the Death Egg. I'm, I'm confusing it because I, I was playing the DLC for Sonic Frontiers recently, and he said something about geothermal energy in a conversation with Tails. So, never oh, mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> now there was a there was a not to to date our recording. There was an IDW comic. Uh, oh, it was the annual actually for this year, 2023, where um, Blaze meets up with Knuckles in Lava Reef, and she comes strolling on top of the lava like some kind yeah. of you know purple cat fire jesus and it's very cool <laughs> <laughs> mostly i think from my memories of, of of a kid of not being able to make it to a lot of these later levels and then found them really hard because hey it was the the first time i'd played them i used to not like lava reef and now i really like it because i mean honestly you really only playing one act of lava reef because even though it says lava reef act two it, you, it might as well say hidden palace act one and two <laughs> right they did 
that's the interesting thing because all of this is like a load of like cool other things like it's all your your typical hot level stuff uh with lots of like um cool excavation tools and drills and things that are uh, tearing stuff apart and then there's the cool bot there's the boss with the giant hand i guess um that's interesting um, I, I I don't know. Maybe this was just me. It sure looks like the hand on the the super death egg robot later. So it does is it a like bit, yeah? Is is that where these little doodads come from? Is it like a <laughs> oh oh my god? He found the secret workshop. Send the just send the arm. It's the only thing ready. <laughs> He's got an arm and two little um. What do we call these guys? Well, they were the same things that were attached to the uh, oil ocean boss, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, in Did, mania, yeah, yeah. Don't they? Don't they shoot little laser balls out of them? They shoot like the little fire things. I'm not entirely yeah. sure what these guys are. Little, they're just little, little toho bullets. Well, they're balls on chains that rise yeah, up just from the li- little little tendril things. Yeah, yeah, little tendril, little tendril things. That's what we're going to call them. <laughs> uh, you got to destroy all of these things uh, that show up. They, sh- they um, in alternate motions. They'll pop up, and the hand will pop up, and you destroy them all. And hooray, you win! And then everything goes cold, like lava does. Like magma tends to um, cool, cool and turn into like a man. Isn't there a name? Delicious candy. Um. Yes, delicious candy. That's what it. That's what magma turns into. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it kind of crusts over. Is that ah? I said what it's Looking called. It something. <laughs> I know. And there's also the whole. What is it? The magma when it's under the ground, lava when it's above, like stalactite, stalagmite. I can never. I, I- igneous rock. Yeah. I should be calling a lava all the time because we're in lava reef. Uh, but yeah. I just like saying magma as well because it sounds magma. cool. Yeah, I think you're right, Jake. I think igneous rock is what it ultimately hardens into. Well, um, if anyone would know. <laughs> uh, I just know those videos of like geologists taking samples where they got the big hooks and they're just hooking into lava and you're like, mmm, forbidden taffy. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the videos and I just go, brother. Or the, <laughs> or the, uh, the you know the one of the the can of Chef Boyardee slowly being enveloped by the lava, and then <laughs> oh, right man. when you think it's going to explode, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's like one of the hydraulic press videos, but with lava. <laughs> yes, but yeah, Act Two. Like like I said, this is the music changes to the Hidden Palace music, but this is still technically Lava Reef because. Once you make it through this, and you're like, oh, hey, Knuckles, hey, are you starting to think maybe this Eggman guy isn't on your side? Oh, nope, you're going to push a big f***ing rock on me? Okay. okay. <laughs> this, is, this still is Lava Reef. There isn't much lava yeah. anymore. There's still flames, but yeah, everything's cold now. Um, it's all cooled down, uh, and it's so atmospheric. It's all blue now. A very yeah. crystalline environment. Yeah, I, I love the the contrast here is what makes this. Okay, before we before we get to the end of this, what are the names of the little eyeball weirdo badniks that spray you with horrible gas that kills you? Toxomeisters, I believe. Wow, what a that is the perfect name for those little freaks. <laughs> <laughs> I always they're so weird and unique. Like you've got the you know the little rock badniks that you know just explode and kill themselves, and then oh, you yeah. got. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's Toxo Mister, apparently. I, I, uh, I even better. Was, 
I maybe that was just a misspelling in Sonic the Comic. They have a precedence for this. Um, but yeah, and then there's <laughs> Iwamadoki, who apparently remained untranslated, and I only know he's called Iwamadoki. I know why you know he's called Iwamadoki. I had, to vo- I had to voice that one of that guy, that one man uh, who yells out Iwamadoki. <laughs> yeah, you had, to put, you had to voice that one fireworm and that one short. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I do like Toxo Mister in the the Japanese name. Kinda sounds like just poison. <laughs> oh man, Kuwazone. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, that guy. He's I, I when you get caught in the now I can't remember when you get caught in his gas. Does it start draining your rings or does it just slow you down? No, it definitely I, slows us to yeah. depleting your rings. Oh, okay. So it's it's just making you chill out, man. It's not actively hurting you. Well, no, it is. Um, it's like, yeah, you, it slows you. Uh, at the very least, I know it like uh, slows your progress. I think it does. But yeah, your rings are just like I'm pretty sure going. Ba-ding, ba-ding. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, yes. yeah, that 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 is like you know a P- yeah, PSA one, to kids. Yeah, it's basically it's basically like supersonic, where you lose a ring every second. Gotcha. Not a not a not a good gas. No beneficial uh, effects. Uh, and yeah, good old fireworm. There he is. I yep. like his uh, his Japanese name, Mamba. 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 <laughs> <laughs> good for him. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> good for him. But you get to the end of the zone, and the most one of the best moments in the entire game happens, where oh. you get forward, and then you look up, you see. The death egg, like <laughs> looking down. As hey, how the you doing? Is, yep. And then it lights up, and everything oh. ignites, and you are on the move, and it is so good. Yeah, we talked about this in the death egg episode, but we had to. This is like the premiere moment of the death egg. It's not even in the sky yet. Yeah, look at it. That freaking crumbling platform right after everything lights on fire got me the first time. Yeah, through. me too. I fell, lost all my rings. Ah, man. <laughs> and there's Robotnik in the background in his like in his eggomatic, whatever this one is called, and he looks so terrifying at first. Yeah. The Egg Inferno. That's the name. Looking. He's taken everything uh he's he's learned from from uh what is it marble zone he's learned from hilltop and it's like he's created this invincible egomatic machine that Sonic cannot even touch and then he starts firing enormous bombs that can damage him <laughs> <laughs> yeah the little yeah he appears in the background in it too you get a, a look at what the bottom of it looks like he looks like actually intimidating for the first time. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's kind of funny when you actually get to the book. Cause like this, but this is like a panic stricken section. You're rushing along. You're having to ride these, I guess the, the stones, the, are they like the hardened lava whatever it is uh you're riding down a lava waterfall a lava fall if you will and then he pops up from the lava and then he proceeds to beat himself um which is great (laughs) i mean it is actually a dangerous boss like let's be honest unless you've got unless you have a fire shield in which case it's a lot easier but it's like what if what if the egg ant lion from sonic 2 8 bit was good yeah (laughs) Yeah, pretty much pretty much uh i i do like how they give you a checkpoint at the top of this just in case but the screen is also scrolling so fast because you're like oh man i got here i got 40 rings uh maybe i can hop into the special stage and get more oh no i missed the timing and (laughs) they do give you a couple of goodies on the way down the waterfall just to just to give you a fighting chance yeah that's just a 
because like we've steadily seen the death egg grow in size in the background as we grow closer to it i suppose and here it is full form the biggest possible some of the greatest look at it and this boss and ah uh, lava reef is just one of those like we said like narratively sandopolis is good but this is so much better yes look yeah. at this it's the progression this is where it starts really leaning into the story and how cool everything looks and ah uh, the, the the reason i still look on look at the death egg in awe is because of stuff like this it's it's very cool and i yeah i don't know what else to say other than it's just a really pretty level and ah uh, good stuff it's just it's the full package <laughs> yes yeah and then we get to the man maybe the coolest it's speaking of speaking of cinema yeah, <laughs> this is cinema this this next one the true hidden palace the this ain't this ain't your sonic 2 beta hidden palace this is the yep. real deal it's finally here this um, was what we understood hidden palace to be for like over a decade yeah and there it is it's uh well, it's not it's not a difficult level at all. There's barely any challenge here. But it look it's you, we've go into this like um what can we des- how do we describe this structure? It's like an I wouldn't say a room in it. It's almost like a fully like everything here is still seems pristine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a, it's such a great transition from uh Lava Reef Act 2 to this where it has it's a very subterranean similar- temple. Yeah, it has a very similar uh, palette to where you can almost assume like, oh, you know, like Lava Reef is like the remnants of, you know, if you want to say the ancient echidnas, like digging Mm. to the center of this mountain and building this, uh, you know, this shrine to the Chaos Emeralds here and or or potential, you know, like we know the shrine is different in Sonic Adventure. It's whatever, but just this really cool area. Yeah. Um, Or who knows, like maybe they discovered it like this was here even before the echidnas oh man maybe so um and and part of the reason we think it's related to lava reef admittedly is because the music keeps playing from act two yeah it still works (laughs) it still really works for this it's still very you know kind of ethereal which works really well with the change in setting Mm -hmm. yeah i like i think there's about 35 or so rings you can collect before the checkpoint and then uh you can hop into the checkpoint and i think it's the glowing orbs one and uh you can make it to the top you can end up with like 200 rings and then step take a few steps forward and beat the shit out of knuckles with your hyper form (laughs) (laughs) yeah because here it is finally after he is uh at every turn has ruined your journey has <laughs> yeah. played little sorts of pranks we didn't even mention how he uh, somehow manages to make a tornado gust up in Mushroom Hill Zone and then yeah. punches a giant jewel at you that sends you flying in, yeah. in Lava Reef Zone but after all his tricks and schemes you finally get to take him on and he's really easy actually <laughs> after all that he does. He throws everything at you. He's got. He's got a punch. He's got a spin dash. He's. He can sometimes get one over on you. He can. He could catch you off guard. But I like how he. Uh, he can block your hits too. He just <laughs> tanks them. Puts his dukes up and. Yeah, if you spin dash the- at him, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I do like to think of him just standing there waiting for you and just glancing at the giant mural behind him and being like, huh wonder what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they never confirmed the shadow mural theory. I love the idea that it's just this 
implied thing that everybody knows about, but just doesn't. It doesn't ever need to be made official because it's just yes. this one headcanon we all shared that's just very good. Just implied. I think it's been heavily implied that that Gerald uh, visited the island, possibly. But then, yes, the, the fact that he would base, like, the ultimate life form on this mural that clearly shows the Doomsday Zone and supersonic yes. ch- chasing uh, uh, Eggman. But, yes, just a very cool man. Man, you're bringing back memories of, like, entire like forum threads and pre-wiki wiki articles just yep. going on and on about that thing <laughs> like it's the kind of thing sega never would have thought of probably but it is the kind of thing when ian flynn's there like he would he would battle to make true you make canon <laughs> like you said like the obscure like you know the japanese manual mentioning a an ancient civilization destroyed and like <laughs> then sonic adventure is like oh yeah, I guess that does line up. Uh, sure. <laughs> but it's just rule of cool. It's a it's yep. a neat thing. Then all of a sudden everything starts blowing up. Well, kind of. You hear it. You knock knuckles out if you bludgeon him unconscious as he deserves. And, um... Oh no, sudden and inevitable betrayal. There it is. Um, <laughs> Eggman has, is trying to nick the Master Emerald. He's, he's done enough playing. Now... Why did he do this now? Why did he choose now? Is it because Knuckles was busy fighting Sonic? It was like, oh, right, now I can take the Master Emerald. Uh, uh, I guess probably, yes. And also, he's probably just like, I don't know, maybe he realized, um, uh, maybe it was spur of the moment, like the Death Egg was flying without it before. But then I wonder if he's not like, say, maybe I'll just take the, you know, I was going to take this anyway, but now I'll use it to get this thing back up in the air. Yeah. yeah. Isn't the evil that? Or, well, okay, so Sonic 3 Origins has now um, confirmed in the pre-game cutscene that... Uh, Eggman's Eggman actually landed in like the hidden palace. Oh right! So he right. knows where everything is. But that kind of flies in the face of a few fan theories. Is that like the part of the reason he's tearing shit up on Angel Island is because he's looking for them. <laughs> he's like trying to find the Master <laughs> Emerald and the Chaos Emeralds. I suppose could where they be, are. Could be. Whatever it is, now is the time to um, <laughs> just take the just use his big grabber to grab the Master Emerald while. Knuckles is like, hey, put that back. Like, uh, and it's a lovely little <laughs> cutscene, basically, with these little like sprite animated cutscene of Knuckles jumping up and being like, stop it. Stop doing that thing. Put it back. And he's like pointing down, like, put it back down. I shake my fist at you. Yeah. It's great. Um, and he like in, in a desperate motion, he like launches himself onto the Master Emerald to try and take it back. And then these little electronic tendrils like um, wiggle out of the Eggomatic to just electrocute him right in the forehead, I guess. I know. <laughs> watch, hey, buddy, watch where you're sticking those. And then, I <laughs> yeah. mean, you, you also get the, um, you know, the, cla- I don't know, like, it is just a classic cartoon, like, oh, you see their skeleton when they get shocked. Yeah. But, um, I, man, again, all my childhood memories flooding back. I mean, this was the most, I've said before about a lot of Sonic things as a child, the most dramatic thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I was always very careful to like play along as I'm controlling Sonic, like, oh no, I'll stop you, Eggman. And you know, you can get some hits on it, which, hey, this Eggomatic really is indestructible because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, but yeah. And then even the following section, like making very sure to like play, play into it as Sonic. Like, oh, are you okay, dude? Uh. I'm sorry. I just love the fact that the ground like explodes, I guess, because of the master animal being taken away. Oh, yeah. And you and, yeah. You and, and, you and Tails land okay. Um, but Knuckles is already like bludgeoned unconscious again for the second time in this. And he just falls <laughs> and thuds down onto the ground below. So no wonder he's tired after that. He's like exhausted yeah. and probably in pain. I know. He's uh, got little, um, whatchamacallit, he's, he's seeing stars. He's got a little dizzy stars, too. <laughs> he's got a concussion. <laughs> but he shakes it off, and he's like... You see, like... Uh, we're not used to seeing this much like emotion and like uh, in these little character sprites mm-hmm. uh, aside from when sonic's like you know obviously annoyed at the player uh and starts <laughs> tapping his foot and being like yo we got to get moving that's the most we see of that but you just sort of like see the thoughts crossing on knuckles's head as he realizes he's been played for a schmuck yeah and then he's just like all right check this out I really like the contrast where he's like, like you said, he's exhausted, but like, it seems like he's putting on a brave face where he's finally like, come on, you know, he, he, he beckons Sonic and Tails. He's like, come on this way and leads you to the little teleporter. And then you get to Sky Sanctuary and he just has enough energy to, to hit that one last, uh, bridge to, to get you to the start of the zone. And he's just, man, he cannot go on any further. He's, he's now, he's entrusting it to you, Sonic. Yeah, the, the, like, because now we're in Sky Sanctuary. Um, awesome scene. Like, oh yeah, it's it, it, like yeah. maybe it's just partly my childhood nostalgia of it. But there is something about the sight of the Death Egg, like ascending through the clouds as all the Egg Robos shoot off of it, and it's a sight to behold. Uh, Knuckles like drags himself over to. Uh, to leap across and hit the switch that lets you across to the next section. As he's sort of like, he stays there. He's, he can't do anything else, as you mentioned. He's knackered, and uh, and of course, if you are if you are <laughs> if you like specifically stand at one point right to the right of Knuckles and press down, Knuckles will activate a otherwise unseen animation, like telling you to go, like go, go, leave. Oh, I yeah. don't. Yeah, I think I've seen that before, but I. Oh man, that's so cool. I only learned how to do that after watching Cybershell's video. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to have out. to go look that up. Yeah, that's so cool. Because I always, okay, again, like little dramatic kid me, I would always like cross the bridge and then make a point to turn around one more time, just a second to be like, oh, are you sure you're going to be okay? <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I did that too in different games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I love that the, the game just facilitates the little moments like that. <laughs> yeah, Sky Sanctuary is very cool. There's a reason why this was the one chosen from Sonic and Knuckles for generations. It is the one that everybody knows just because all the pieces are there. The, like, cinematic moments, the, like triumphant music the set like the death egg rising in the background being such a striking image and of course the recurring mini boss oh boy oh man well yeah at first we don't know exactly who he is um because you just see like an eggomatic show up and it's got like a looks like a metal like at first i was like it's a metal sonic i haven't even played sonic cd yet what's he doing here uh there he is poking (laughs) his head out of an eggomatic which is a bit weird but uh, yeah, he'll periodically show up throughout the stage and make you fight a couple bosses from Sonic 1 and 2 for some reason. 
Yep, the the old uh, ball and chain, and then the Metropolis boss. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> the egg wrecker and the egg bouncer, like one right after the other. Right, include right down to having like little balloon versions of himself in the egg-o-matic, which is <laughs> it's great. Pretty good. It's very good. Uh, I love all the uh, the little teleporters. Um, God, again, cinematic moment. I think my favorite moment in this level is uh, near the end where you come across one of the big like uh, temple pillars and all the little animals come rushing out. And then, whoa, right behind is it's an egg robo. Look out. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So it's, he's chasing out the animals. What a yeah. jerk. <laughs> like, I wonder I, I wonder if that was Eggman's big plan. You know, get the Death Egg up there, like, and then send the Egg Robos down yeah. to just, you know, start raising everything and making sure we have an endless supply of little animals for up here. And oh, oh, he's such a bad guy. What a, what a, what a butthead. <laughs> this is the origin of the Egg Robos, too. We've not seen them throughout yeah. the game at all, unless you're playing Snuckles. And uh, they are literally just Eggman robots. They're like, me- they're like metal. <laughs> they're, they're metal Look at all those Eggman's robots. <laughs> yeah, the, the big bre- the big brother of the the egg pawns. They're I like these guys. They're cool. I I like it when he sh- the the 3D one shows up in uh, Sonic R. Yeah, he's cool. He's got a big gun. Well, it's a laser, really. But yeah. Yep. It's a laser. There's even a maybe. Maybe it's just the big dangly feet. Um, I, I even see some like uh, you know, the 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 E100 series, uh, Gamma and the like, like some some inspiration. Yeah, you can you can see robots. like the the line from point A to point B is you know pretty clear. The and I the original iPhone to the the iPhone four eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you Something know what? Like whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, Sky Sanctuary, incredibly cool. And yes, the, the, the boss at the end, it revealed in all his glory, is, is Mechasonic Mark II. Yeah, because, for, like, throughout this whole stage, everything has been falling apart, and the, the, the ground has been falling apart. Now you're on the last section of the, of the Sky Sanctuary ruins, and there he is. There is Mechasonic. And he kind of fights you like, uh, Mechasonic in Sonic 2, really. His attack patterns are quite similar, but with a twist. Throws you for a loop a little bit. I was just gonna say it definitely threw me for a loop a lot when I first encountered this boss because I was like, "Wait, uh, hold, wait, jumping? What?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always, always backwards. Look out! Here he comes. Oh yeah, yeah. I I really like those. It's a again not a not an overly complicated fight, and unlike Sonic Two, like you should have plenty of rings to make it through this, but just so cool. And um, man, if there's any any robot that looks like the Terminator, it's this one. <laughs> yeah, I love this guy. I I love when you you destroy. I mean, first of all, you don't destroy him. He oh. just kind of collapses, and he's making that cool electricity sound in the background. Which I guess you assume he's destroyed when the the ground falls and he <laughs> plummets back to the the solid ground. This whole level is very much um, and Hidden Palace. I think this is like where some of the the uh, parallels to Lapita Castle in the Sky are very prominent because this mm. whole part of everything falling apart, like the whole the ancient ruins falling apart, is it feels taken from that film. Oh yeah, you know, and I, I think it's very cool that they recreated that in gameplay for the Generations version. Yeah, yeah, oh, my goodness. But this last part of just running up this sort of like a spiral around a, a remaining sort of like floating pillar that ah oh, it's so it's so cool like it's just a, <laughs> it's just a little like autom- automated section that it serves as the level transition as you leap up to the death egg 
but man, I just love it so much. Yeah, it's very very cool uh, to for, to to point out the uh, like you said the the connections to to Ghibli's Laputa because it's not just floating islands. It's yeah, it's a lot of the architecture in Sky Sanctuary mm-hmm. and even like the concept of of robots firing lasers might be a little bit inspired from <laughs> from that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a very cool one. That's an early Ghibli movie that I I bet a lot of people haven't gone back to watch, and you really should. It's it's great. Yes. Yeah. It's great on its own. But if you're looking for the Sonic and Knuckles parts, you might be like, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're a if you're a Sonic nerd, um, it's always good to look at the things that inspired Sonic because there's a lot of them. Yes. yes. Sonic has <laughs> been plagiarizing since the day he was born, but we love him for it. <laughs> well, as they say, there's nothing original under the sun. <laughs> And we finally arrived at the 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 big scary space station itself. Well, quick question. Uh, yes. Since I know we haven't talked much about the Knuckles version of things, but there is a really big significant difference for Sky Sanctuary, or do we just want to wait till later? I mean, we could just uh, you talking about the yeah Knuckles' final boss is in Sky Sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it makes sense really because like if, when your Knuckles' playthrough, by the way, seems to take place after Sonic's, and obviously there wouldn't be a Death Egg at this point, right? Uh, so naturally, they're just like you. You basically you go through Lava Reef. There's no boss there. You go through Hidden Palace. There's nothing there, and then you end up in Sky Sanctuary, or what's remaining of it. You see Angel Island um, precariously balancing in the distance, which I, which suggests to me like Sky Sanctuary is lower than it was before. And you basically the egg robo grabs you because the egg robo is your Robotnik in this playthrough to uh, make it a little different. And then you fight Mecha Sonic because he destroys his egg robo. Yeah, and it's the same boss battle, but then because because as we know he's not destroyed, we saw that he somehow survived the right. fight against Sonic. Somehow he survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow Metal Sonic survived. Yeah, uh, returned even. Um, so yeah, like. But then he comes back alive. He zooms off. And the Master Emerald is there for some reason. <laughs> and then he just uh, he leaps onto it. And he turns full Super Mecha Sonic. And how flipping cool is this? God, this it is. So cool. So cool. <laughs> I, again, I, I remember making it to this for the first time as a kid and being a little miffed that I'm like, well, why can't I do that too? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't work that way. He's a he's a cool robot. <laughs> yeah, but still, the idea of being able to fight another super form is just you man incredible. Like everybody loves a good rival battle where you know you're taking on somebody with the same you know powers and strength and abilities as you, and this is like the culmination of that. Where it's like somebody has. Somebody can go to like the full extent of your power and you have to find a way to beat that without being able to do that yourself. And yeah. it's like you only get three rings on this stage, so yep. you can't turn super two through um conventional means. Uh <laughs> it's cool though. Like I I just, oh gosh, the whole thing is like really cinematic the angel island in the background the the master emerald him like and obviously it's not a form he can maintain for very long the mechasonic because every so now now and then it will like fade off and that's your chance to hit him because you can't hit him when he's super and oh man i don't know what it and he jumps back on and he goes 
That's it. That's the best way to describe it. It's cool. Yep. Yeah. But he can't keep the form forever, and then he starts like petering down and like starts firing rings at you, I guess. And then he flip, but then he sort of like momentarily turns blue again. Unless you get a chance to hit him, and ah, 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 I love this. (laughs) Very cool. <laughs> I think it also sets up a really interesting precedent that I don't think that they've taken advantage advantage of since where like not just the heroes, but I mean, well, I guess chaos did technically in Sonic Adventure, but I'm, I'm talking about like robots specifically. I don't think a robot's ever like taken advantage of the power of either all seven chaos emeralds or the master emerald and achieved a super form like this. And it's really interesting. And I think that they could pull from this for like later things. There's a whole thing about this, isn't there? Like, Ian Flynn has, like, answered questions about this, because in Sonic Mania Adventures, uh, Metal Sonic used all seven Chaos Emeralds and did not transform Super, but then he did jump on the Master Emerald later, and it was suggested maybe he would have turned Super, but we don't mm. find out, because Knuckles decks him immediately, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He learned from last time! <laughs> there's, there's definitely potential, because I immediately thought of, like, oh, Metal Sonic and Heroes, but, like, oh, no, he doesn't use the Emeralds there. Yeah. And I, I guess the closest direct thing might be general in sonic advance 3 but even then like there's there's plenty of there's there's plenty of uh of potential there i believe you know it also seems like hey mentioning ian flynn as far as like hey you can only put what hold on wait in the angel island arc in idw does metal sonic not go super am i misremembering that no you know what uh metal overlord i think did didn't he yeah he did My, did yeah, he, he turn did. big yeah, so he yeah. Did. okay oh, he okay. did <laughs> yeah sorry we're forgetting it's been a while because I, I was about to say like you can kind of only pull that ripcord once and yes i guess a pseudo sequel to sonic heroes with metal overlord yes that was the time to do it yeah I, i'm remembering cool, actually now. now how am i how do we forget that that was cool as balls <laughs> well Man. it was let's see what is because it? it's been five years and we're old yeah. <laughs> oh man yes super super mecha sonic it's very cool and then knuckles gets his own cool ending and oop i i always love how sonic pops up in the tornado in that ending like uh you know him and tails had gone but then uh, who knows like maybe uh, saw the island faltering and <laughs> it's like oh we better swing back around and now knuckles like ah you so and so you're back <laughs> and it really does vary depend like this is like one of the biggest like you know uh, if you don't have the emeralds, oh, uh, biggest change because, thankfully, the if you don't have the emeralds, Angel Island doesn't uh, <laughs> hurtle down towards the ground. Uh, that's the ocean below, but it does like you know fall back down and turn into basically the island it was at the beginning of Sonic Three. Uh, but if you get all the emeralds, it goes to flipping space. Well, okay, it doesn't. It stops just short, but <laughs> Knuckles goes to space. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Yay, I did it! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Sonic characters can breathe in space, apparently. we've That's just a thing that they can do. Yeah, we got Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, the bad Knuckles ending is no, uh, the end of the floating island in STC, where I remember on that episode was like, oh, it's fucking gone. <laughs> yep. uh, it's gone forever. <laughs> Knuckles briefly considers suicide. Oh, yes. oh yeah. <laughs> well, that would be a dark ending to a video game. Um, yes, Amy talks him out of it. Well, clobbers her. him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. Space. space. Death Exile. Space. 
Jeez. We're back to Stefan Drone again. This is how Death Egg was like. I guess this is what they wanted to do with Death Egg and Sonic 2. Make it a full level. This feels like the full realization of what they wanted to do there. Yep, there's that big Star Wars power generator in the background. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, it it's is. super cool, so but cool. that is definitely what that is. It's all sci-fi, as you'd expect. Lots of cool gimmicks, lots of cool things popping around. Those little machines that bleepy bleep you all around the place that bleep, 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 bleep you around the stage. Uh, oh yeah, that thing. What a, what a noise. Uh, I do like, uh, you can skip all of those in Act 1. And in fact, you should, because there's usually like, oh, there's like 14 item boxes down yeah. here that you would have skipped. <laughs> uh, again, another one, uh, another zone I used to not like because it was seems so difficult as a child. And now I really appreciate, like, it's, it's just the right amount of balance, I think. Act 2 is a little more sprawling. Uh, uh, in, in fact, there's a few sections that I think really overstay their welcome, but Act One is really good. Of like, okay, this this place feels huge and dangerous, but it's not impossible. And um, this this also might be my favorite mini boss in the game, just because I love that this little giant eyeball uh, has shown up in so many other media. Uh, we were just talking about it even in the uh, the Sonic X comics we yeah. just did. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the guy in his best form, though. Um, yeah, what's his name then? Red Eye, Scarlet Eye, Crim- Red Eye. They have multiple. Okay, it's just Red Eye in his original form. It's just red. Um, oh, it's a good it's red. Uh, Wes Craven movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, um, it's really it's a cool boss. Uh, like you think it's going to be simple one where you just bash the eye over and over, and those little balls surrounding him sort of explode and send out spikes. But then he like detaches himself from the central unit that he's a part of, Ooh, uh, and second fires a laser and has a little platform. It's like it's like an an inverted extra evil version of the Wing Fortress boss with those little spike those little platforms that spin around, and if you get on them, they'll go super fast, and you will get lasered. Uh, yes, cool. uh, those th- those little platforms move. Got arguably too fast, (laughs) but it's so cool. And this is like the ultimate boss of like, you know, it is vulnerable the whole time, but like, good luck getting a hit while those things are spinning. Um, It's, it's very cool. I just love how this is like the, and, and I mean, it's, it's like, it's part of the, the death egg itself. Like not only, you know, you could, you could extrapolate like, oh man, was this just like a big security thing? Was this controlling other things? And then, yeah, it breaks out of its of its containment and comes after you. Ah, it's just it's cool. I really like it. Well, we're on Act One, by the way. I just want to briefly give lib service to that anti grav section where you're like, you've got like it, it, this this bit really like confused me as a child, but probably because I'm partly colorblind. Um, I couldn't oh, tell yeah. you were supposed to hit this like central thing in the middle of the stage that's. Uh, turns from like uh, green to red, or is it yellow to red? I think it's yellow to red. I can never tell them apart. Sorry, everyone. My my eyes are broken. <laughs> it's a weird shade. It's like a it's like a lime greenish yeah. yellow, and then it turns to like a 
a bright red orange and it's it's hard to even describe you kind of have to you have to see it to know what we're talking about it's like a weird like bouncing platforms that make the the bouncer pinball noises and yes just this thing going up and down that has six buttons three on either side and i think i mentioned in part one that i i had an oopsie doodle uh death in this one playing sonic 3 complete where the red gate that's supposed to close behind you in this level uh came right down on top of me and killed me (laughs) but um yeah i remember you can just get caught in a bad feedback loop and yeah get stuck in this section it's really weird but um it's kind of cool like the 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 anti-gravity it's it's definitely getting you practiced up for the uh for act two for certain yep so in act two the ground gives out once again and you're sort of transported to basically i guess it's the exterior of the death egg you're now outside uh that's how i interpret it because you see the planet behind you oh it's beautiful too it is and terrifying yes it's it's it 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 does remind me of sonic 2 but i like the palette used on the the planet i mean i'll probably just slip and call it earth or sonic's world whatever (laughs) um (laughs) but um it it uses a it's not as bright and colorful like it's not really like oh you know bright green grass for the continents it's it's kind of muted there's a lot of browns yeah the, the blue is is a little faded and yes like you said it's intimidating it's it's a little scary i mean you're like kind of like a final chase in a sonic adventure 2 you're like oh if i fall in this like sonic is falling all the way down to the planet through the atmosphere and dying probably burning up before he even gets <laughs> he's there. gonna burn up on re-entry yeah <laughs> oh yes <laughs> but this is the one where you go upside down a lot um, oh yeah yeah and th- that is a very frustrating mechanic but it is like it, it is it really sort of like gets across that you're not in yeah you, i guess this like shows that you're like there's an orbit around the death egg itself and you're sort of like switching between different gravities or something because yeah. you're not like contained within like the artificial gravity of the space station itself anymore or maybe it's just cool and gives you a chance to play in reverse control exactly <laughs> yeah the 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 only section I truly think is bad is there is a particular checkpoint right before you have to do one of the, uh, I don't know what to call them, the elevator. The electrified elevator sections, yeah. Yes, and if you if you die on that section, the checkpoint is actually before you get any rings, yeah. and you have to do two of those without getting hit by the little rockets and also fighting this, this little treadmill that is changing directions at random, and man, I, I just, I, uh, I think it was, yes, my, my Sonic 3 complete playthrough, you know, I'd had like, what, 50 50 60 lives built up and still probably spent maybe uh close to 10 of them just trying to get through that section because i was getting in my own head like okay you know the things won't launch until you get close to them and blah 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 and there's spikes and oof that's the only section i really don't like um this particular playthrough, I guess I never realized there is a point where it throws you in one of those little anti-gravity things like Act 1, and it wants you to pick left or right. And I do not know if I'd ever chosen the right path oh, yeah, before. yeah, that section! And um, I chose the right path and was like, hey, wait a second. I don't know if I've ever done this before. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like in, you know zones like uh chemical plants or whatever where you get to choose the direction you go and yeah get completely mm-hmm. different routes and i appreciate that 
well, that's what happens when the levels are big as they are and sprawling. Um, you're going to miss stuff. And you, you're probably going to, there's going to be a route that you like to take all the time. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm always miss. I'm always finding new things in Sonic and Knuckles. And, uh, boy, this, this stage is quite big. Uh, <laughs> I like it a lot, but it also really like, it is intimidating. I think it's like the switching between gravity. It's the switching controls, the, uh, just the scale. And, and I'm looking at a screenshot here and you can, you can just see that's a lot of planet in the background, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you are you are in space. But you're like still so, in the orbit yeah. of the planet and it's so close. Like I said in Sonic 2, it reminds you of what you're fighting for, you know? True. Yeah. More now more than ever. And um this is where you so we can talk about there is another mini boss, by the way, because they just wanted to load up on things that you're gonna suffer as much as possible. <laughs> and uh this this guy almost looks. It's a guy called Death Ball. He looks kind of like a mini Death Egg. Now I look at him. Yeah, yeah. I I like his design. Um, weirdly, this might be a weird weird pull. He, I guess, just because he's like this black purple color, and he's got those scary unblinking eyes. He kind of reminds me of the um. But what it really is, it's Butterball from the Hellraiser theories. The, the, oh, right. the, the big guy with the glasses. He, he just kind of looks like that to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember uh, getting a timeout on this as a kid. And because this boss is uh, can be frustrating if you don't know what you're supposed to do. But once you get the hang of it, like... Um, I remember getting to this just recently and figuring out that you do have invincibility when you're spinning around in the thing. So you could pretty easily keep your rings, even if you don't have a shield yeah. uh, when you're when you're doing this. Because you got these little like um, these almost little teleporter looking guys that basically send you to the ceiling to reverse the gravity. So you're doing that again. And this guy is basically lacquertooing the whole round because he's sending out yeah. these little like spiny guys on little wheels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they are the only method you can use to damage this guy is his own uh, gut, his own little weapons. And, and it's only it, from the bottom too. The bottom. Well, up. It can, you can hit him from the top as well. Like, oh, if okay. If they manage to, if they get stuck in the. I think it's if they get stuck in the... Uh, either way, I try to do a spin dash sometimes, and it will... If they're pointing at him in the right way, uh, they will hit him. It's it's a tricky little boss. I, yeah. I can't always remember which way you do things. And sometimes if you spin dash them... No, because what happens is they'll 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 detach from where they are and like return to a standing position. But if they get in the way... If he's in the way when they uh, bounce off the ground or the ceiling, uh, he'll take damage. So... Interesting. Isn't it, there are many ways to beat this guy. But at the end of the day, he's kind of beating himself again. One of these many sort of like self-destructive bosses. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, if that doesn't speak for their creator, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is very it, true. It is what once you get a hang of the timing, like how long it takes to to get in the little gravity switcher and and how long the things get to jump up. You can you can pretty much get it, uh, especially if you get lucky and like the dude drops like three at once and you can get like three consecutive quick hits but yes this is the la technically the last little mini boss in this act two because uh yeah i like how i like you point out that the 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 fight the 
uh, potential final boss is almost like its own act. And I I forgot to check. I don't know if it, that was a, a something that was changed in further releases. I know you do get to keep your rings from this the the final mini boss the the death ball into this if you have any. Yep. I think but even only in- that first time if you lose yes. your life. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, which, to be fair, I was just talking to someone. Uh, they were actually talking about their their playthrough of Sonic Superstars, and we were both talking about how, yeah, pretty fun game. Bosses are not good. Um, how this is such a better giant Eggman robot, uh, Death Egg robot fight than Sonic Two. Like Sonic Two is such a pure, like, nope, you get zero rings, and it's going to be really hard. This one is much more. Uh, much more doable with zero rings, yeah. and I really appreciate yes. that. I can see where the final main boss of uh, Sonic Superstars was inspired by this boss, but I think they were inspired in the wrong ways, because this is a bit of a drawn-out boss, but I, each phase kind of stands out on its own, and if you know what you're doing, you're probably going to be okay, but... Oh boy, it's a, it's a bit of a long one. Yep, it's uh incredibly cool. Like like we've been talking about, it's very cinematic and I believe in all the right ways. Like, you know, you you have to wait around for it to start when Eggman hops in this this giant hatch that you don't really see the whole thing yet and then the ground starts shaking and falling apart and then you're just hearing the crashes and the guy feels like the whole space station is is uh rumbling and then you see this thing coming across the screen with its giant hands and oh boy here it comes like we thought the for the sonic 2 mech was big this guy doesn't even fit on the screen (laughs) we don't even really get to see his feet like we see a mini version of this later but (laughs) it's not the same oh man it's very Uh cool um, I do like you can get the timing just right as the, the giant fingers come down and just spin dash and hit about four or five of them at the same time. <laughs> I I really appreciate that this boss is multi-tiered because I've always had sort of an affection for, for bosses that have multiple stages to their overall fight. Mm. And I feel like the, the different stages that Giant Eggman Robo has are they build off of each other in increasing difficulty and also just increasing coolness. Cause admittedly the first part's a little bit silly. Cause he's basically just like, I'm going to get you with my fingies. And then <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah. crushing your head. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my fingies. <laughs> but then the second part is like, it, it gets much cooler with like, you know, either he's, well, funny enough, still shooting fire out of his nose, <laughs> but uh, also I know yes. that gets me sometimes. I, for, I forget about that. No, he got Spicy me. Oh, got you with your flamey bogies. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but also using the master to shoot lasers at you. That's really cool. Oh, it's so cool. I remember. I still remember the first time where I'm like, oh, that must be the weak point, and then you hear it charging up, and you're like, wait, hold on a second. Uh-oh. <laughs> Better have been practicing that insta shield. Oh yeah. <laughs> You gotta time that really well. Uh, oh, yeah. I think you get the hang of it. This is a really cool image, though, isn't it? Like taking out the chest compartment, and there's the Master Emerald. Oh, but he's using it as a weapon. Yeah. Oh no! Of Very course. <laughs> oh. As the ground is like giving out under you. By the way, this is like one of those like uh, sections where you're it's scrolling kind of, but and mm-hmm. you've got to keep like moving ahead. Um, you you have to be multitasking. 
So you just sort of imagine him like stomping around, like destroying the ground underneath him. I wonder if he's actually walking on the Death Egg itself. That's that's a funny yeah. image to me. Oh, yeah. it kind of seems like it. Yeah, like in a if in a like a three D recreation, like in an alternate Sonic Generations where it was this Death Egg robot instead of Sonic Two. Like, will we get a pull out and just see him like leaving footprints on the oh, Death Egg? Cool. And, oh, <laughs> that would be really neat. Very, very cool. And then, <laughs> you know, you, you you think you got it, and then there's one more little section. Eggman's <laughs> making a break for it with the Master Emerald once again. And, oh, man, I hate to say, I think it was in our chat to where it's really hard to get the timing on. Uh, you're chasing Eggman now, and it's hard to get the timing on these hits because you might uh, rebound too hard and not be able to run up this crumbling platform. Oh, yeah. I did manage to get this part, but it's like, you've got to be running a lot. Like, yes. can, And when you feel like you're going to fall, keep running, because you'll, you'll, you'll still make it. Yeah, just the about timing is very tricky. You can, um, I, it, it, again, if the if you're really good at controlling Tails in other releases like Origins, he can give you a hand like, oh, I'm falling, help Tails. Um, <laughs> and it seems like the easiest thing for me is, okay, you run and catch up with Eggman and then kind of balance it to make it sure you're jumping straight up and not at him from behind or at him from a little in the front because if you jump straight up you should just bounce straight back down to the ground and it should give you enough enough momentum to to not fall and die (laughs) especially on the last hit which happened to me a few times gosh it is it is a very frustrating but it's so satisfying when you finally get that last hit and hopefully don't bound off into the abyss uh on that last one and finally claim the master emerald for yourself and finally have beaten the game actually no you haven't well maybe you have but if you're good well, at if you're game. playing if you haven't got all the emeralds or if you're all tails. over or if you're tails or, or amy yes or amy <laughs> <laughs> So as long as you have at least one set of seven emeralds, you are granted access to the true final last story zone. The Doomsday. So this is the first um, supersonic only state, or hypersonic, I suppose, if you've got hmm, all depending. the emeralds. Uh, and it's like... This is the, sets the precedent for many, many Sonic uh, final bosses in the 3D games, because this is a stage where you're just super And even Sonic. some of the 2D ones. True, actually, now you mention it. Uh, this is the... This is a supersonic stage, hypersonic stage, flying through space. Oh my god. Oh, how cool is this? How stressful is this as well? <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, it's a, instead of a sky chase, it's a space chase, and... So what we find, okay, the final weapon is what you're trying to catch up with, uh, Luke has just linked us to. Uh, it's basically a, a giant Eggman Robo in a big blue ball of blisters with rockets on the end. Ball of blisters. <laughs> they kind of just look like a bunch of, like, uh, what do you call it, rocket boosters, like on the space shuttle that are made to fall off. Oh, and, yeah. hey, they do eventually. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, you went out of your way to catch the Master Emerald, but apparently that didn't matter because Eggman got it again somehow with this thing. Uh, fine, whatever. <laughs> the continuity is a little bit wobbly, but whatever. I like to think in the when the screen goes white and instead of going to the credits, um, this last this thing just comes flying in out of nowhere and scoop, uh, you know scarfs up the Master Emerald. <laughs> 
now I mention it, like people, this isn't actually the giant egg, Eggman Robo. This is like a, a, a sort of like an amalgamation of that and the Death Egg robot from Sonic 2, because it's smaller. You can fit on the screen this time. It kind of looks like a big um, egg robo, you know, the little yeah. guys. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It, with with elements of the 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 final boss of uh Sonic 2 it's it's neat it's like a yeah. i wonder if it was meant to serve as like the ultimate escape <laughs> escape capsule maybe <laughs> but the idea it's funny that that's like the last minute thing is just the final a version of the final boss from the last game but the idea that uh, but basically what happens here is once again like he's firing like missiles at you while he's in the final weapon mode while he's in the booster mode and you have to just redirect them towards him so he like you know hits himself uh, once again yeah. continuing the tradition of Eggman uh blowing his own shit up <laughs> and and that's what and that's what eventually unleashes the, the last one the last death egg robot holding the master emerald and you've got to keep collecting your rings, by the way. That's the thing to remember. You're zooming along here. Got to keep those rings. Uh, kind of like in the end of Sonic Superstars we already talked about. Or better versions of that, like this one. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, though, I've something I realized when I was playing the uh, original version, because I was had a little bit of lag. Uh, after a while, once you once you get down to like 10 rings or fewer, uh, the, the music starts speeding up oh, to make you even more gosh. anxious. That's cool. I don't think I knew that. And man, what a banger of a track. Yes. I know we <laughs> uh, we will reiterate, we've kind of curbed our music discussion because in the future we are going to do another listening party style episode because there are that many versions of this soundtrack to listen to. Yep. But man, it's so good. I mean, another one that you can tell is just like made for a a screaming guitar solo in the back and uh i believe has a official versions with that in it <laughs> there was a point where i don't know if it was a placeholder or what but there was a remix of the doomsday playing in the big arms fight in generations during yeah it was like in an early thing. version of uh of the Sonic Generations 3DS yeah. version. And everyone was like, wait a minute, that's the wrong song. They're like, oh, sh-. uh, quickly, Big Arm version. And then we got an amazing <laughs> Big Arms remix that is still one of my favorites. This is the standard forever of supersonic levels. And man, I, I really, you know, I have not revisited a lot of the, uh, we just did the Sonic Advance one, which is okay. It's not, it's, it's not great, yeah. but it's not bad. I, I think... The only one that comes close, and it's not really the same style, is the Sonic Mania Super Boss, because that is, like, one of the only ones where you have that much control over Supersonic, yeah. and... I, it's just really cool. I think the only one that's captured the same feeling, I won't try and like, you know, get into gameplay minutia. I think I've said before is a final hazard, you know, the Sonic Absolutely. Adventure yeah. 2 one. That feels like Doomsday Zone to me, except in 3D yeah. and... Man, it's just super cool. I, I Doomsday is such a cool level. Again, such a we've just been using this word a lot because it fits such a cinematic end to a very cinematic 2D Sonic game. And it's like, man, they absolutely knowing now like the the development troubles and having to split this in. It's like it really makes sense that they were like, this is the biggest thing we've ever done, and it yeah. feels like that. <laughs> Yeah, may not have a a big uh, show stealing dreams come true track at the end like Sonic Two did, but this stands up on its own as being like because this is like it is a gauntlet, especially if you're playing with all the emeralds and you get this after that already climactic final boss for real. Uh, 
I love it though. It's not like it doesn't feel drawn out to me. It's it's stressful. It's tough. But maybe it's because I've played it so many times to the point where I'm just like I can do this like without thinking too hard. Mm-hmm. That I uh, yeah, I just love this. I love yeah. this last bit. This was definitely the easiest I've ever had it in this boss. Usually, like it takes me a couple tries, but I beat it on my first this time. Nice. So I don't I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just you know getting better in my old age. This man was gaming. <laughs> you got good. <laughs> I got good. I think it. I. I think I did get a, a ring out the first time just because I had to remember the pattern of the missiles and like what's the, the best way and um which I mean is always kind of cool to see like oops your rings run out and Sonic just drops. <laughs> he de depowers and just drops. Um but yeah, it's 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 very cool. It takes a little practice, but yeah, especially like when you can do it flawlessly, like, you know, you just imagine the supersonic doing the, you know, the anime teleporting around the missiles and <laughs> sending them right back and oh man, it's just very cool. And then you get some some really cool end credits. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, there are so many different music options for the end credits throughout re-releases. I don't actually remember like which one is the vanilla one. <laughs> it's just Sky Sanctuary at that point. Like, it, okay, for the longest okay. time, it was just play Sky Sanctuary again because I guess that's kind of like the theme of being up in the sky. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I know like various other versions, including Origins, would use like the Sonic Three credits music or the original Sonic Three credits music in Sonic Origins. But, the, oh, but, but of course, we would get the Stranger in Moscow version and just yes. every other fan <laughs> version of this. What a scene, like, Sonic... <laughs> the the uh, the tornado appears to catch Sonic, like, as Tails always does. And we'll have a, a special little suction cup thing poking out designed <laughs> just for, the for grabbing the Master Emerald, <laughs> which I love seeing every time. Uh, yeah. And you fly, fly back to the floating island, you drop off the Master Emerald, and it splashes and goes back to flying again. And Knuckles, like, sort of like, he comes out to sort of like look at you with begrudging respect, I guess. Yes, well, that's what I would look at. While doing yeah, a little bit like, of a Michael Jackson lean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> it's either that, or he's just like, yeah, piss off already. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was doing that little shoe, shoe, go away animation. <laughs> <laughs> Good old knucklehead. He's He's got a heart of gold deep down in there. Then you fly off. Uh, do dolphins pop out? The, uh, sure, or am I imagining yeah. that? Yes, Okay, yeah. Do. For some reason, I was just like imagining dolphins. I was like, wait, am I conflating this with Super Mario World again? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's dolphins and uh, seagulls, I yes. believe. Yeah, yeah, unusually. It's, uh, it's Echo mm-hmm. and his friend. <laughs> And he flies to the you fly to the left, the opposite direction of which you were flying in the tornado in at the beginning of the game. Oh, it bookended. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's it like poetry; does, they rhyme. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and if you got all the em- all the emeralds, you get a cool transform and a, a nice Sonic illustration, and that's it. Or is it, man? You know what? I haven't be- I haven't beaten this game without getting the emeralds in so long. I don't remember. I guess for I'm just too good of a gamer to remember. Uh, yeah, for some reason I thought some re-release it could have been uh Angel Island Revisited has like if you haven't beaten the game as Knuckles. Like I thought it played the Egg Robo like, "Ooh, keep playing as Knuckles." So you can see this guy maybe. 
I cannot be wrong about this. I love this game. I cannot be mistaken about what happens at the end. Uh, I tell you, yeah, you get a, a yeah. It's more or less a teaser for Egg, uh, Knuckles' story. If you don't get all the emeralds, is yeah. There's uh, actually no. That's if you get. That's weird. I think that's if you get like all the regular Chaos emeralds, but not yeah, the if you super get it with, emeralds. If you don't get all the super emeralds, there's the Egg Robo rising from the from the wreckage. Oh, that is interesting. Almost implying that, like, it's Knuckles' destiny to collect the Super Emeralds instead. Hmm. I just know you also get the uh, the super cool Sonic 3 and Knuckles logo with Sonic uh, Sonic Tails and Knuckles all hanging out. And Amy, if it's Origins, she pops yeah. up like, hey, I'm that. here. Like, oh, she's now in it. And she's in, like, yeah, so, so when you beat the game, by the way, the data select has a really cool image. Uh, if you've got all the emeralds as well of all the characters together and now origins adds amy to that little ring characters poking out it's just real real nice she just fits right in it's girl power yep (laughs) 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 all right so that's sonic 3 and knuckles but it isn't oh it's not well it is but there's more i mean (laughs) yes (laughs) more to talk about anyway that's true okay so um that's the game love it wonderful lovely um only other things to talk about well we've already talked about knuckles's playthrough great cool that's cool uh it's a little bit like uh like you said it's a little bit harder the the layouts are different because knuckles has his own unique paths and there's there are some more enemies and it's just kind of inherently harder because i think we already said knuckles uh poor 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 guy cannot jump like our uh our other heroes yeah, but he's been nerfed in that way because he was just too awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as far as I was concerned, that's the and knuckles portion of it, or is it? Um, <gasps> yeah, I guess so. Because uh, as we know, we've already talked about the fact that you can shove Sonic Two in here and you get to play as Knuckles and that, and it's great because Knuckles is great. Uh, yep, and there's also Blue Spheres. Yeah, you can play Infinite Blue Spheres forever and and uh, die eventually. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, because you just shove whatever game you want in there, like, and the serial number will generate a level. Which I thought this one, this one Blue Spheres level. So, yeah, you can just pull out any game from your Mega Drive collection, slam it on top of Sonic and Knuckles to get one bespoke Blue Spheres stage. If you like, if you want the Golden Axe Blue Spheres or the Streets of Rage Blue Spheres, I'm pretty sure as a kid the first time. I tried that somewhere deep in my brain. I thought, what if I put Disney's Aladdin and it lets me play as Knuckles the Echidna? (laughs) And of course, that does not happen. Aladdin and Knuckles. Tragically. (laughs) And of course, you can't put Sonic 1. You can put Sonic 1 in there. It won't actually have Knuckles and Sonic 1. They weren't able to get it to work. Fans did later on. And of course, it would be a part of the thing. But, But of course, that is where you get the most possible permutations of blue spheres i keep forgetting that you actually don't get it right away you need to put in a special code to actually unlock that because otherwise you have this little warning screen with four of the characters being like no way no way i mean the way the code code is just push a (laughs) yeah it's a very complicated code um (laughs) i want to see the uh the booger man blue spheres level (laughs) oh yeah well, I'm just, uh, I feel like I pitched all of these weird games locked onto Sonic and Knuckles as a short years ago, and it never got made. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, yeah. Booker Man and Knuckles. Maybe someday. <laughs> what if you put Alex Kidd in there? Um, I'm sure he would, like, crawl out of your Mega Drive and try to murder you. <laughs> 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 Creepypasta. You took everything from me! <laughs> 
And you say, you leave me with knuckles? <laughs> I, I feel like we, we have play, played lip service to the music. Like, yes, I think every, every even casual Sonic fan on the planet knows the Michael Jackson collection and our connection. And, um... Yeah, one thing I I didn't realize was how uh, involved like Howard Drossen, who was the uh, you know the composer for several Sonic games, I think the most known for is uh, Sonic Spinball. Um, but yes, did a did a bunch of tracks on here, and um, yeah, that the music was completely different in um, uh, the Sonic and Knuckles collection on PC because not only are they oh. all. Yep. It's all in MIDI form playing in your computer's, you know, built in uh, MIDI device. But uh, yeah, the alternate music for um, what is it? It's Launch Base, it's Ice Cap, it's Carnival Night, and. And the credits music, I think. Yes, the credits music. um, Turns out when we had a, uh, what was it? A, A beta of Sonic 3 was discovered and dumped that oh those were the original compositions um before like uh you know assuming before like the michael jackson deal um and that's what we end up in the sonic origins version is slightly different versions of those and uh you know like like we said we want to get more into depth on that in a an episode all just dedicated all to that music and maybe some of the coolest remixes out there um anyway uh that by the way that prototype just just to mention that that came out like a few years ago it's probably been more years than i remember it being but that I know, prototype right? <laughs> from november 3rd 1993 before the release of the game um is really fascinating if you want to check it out because uh there's there's a lot of stuff in it that's was the kind of stuff i recognized from magazine screenshots like there's the the grass in the background of like um hydra city zone and there's and and it's like this little surf up on the on Angel Island. Yeah. Like he, he surfs in, like this little cutscene of him like surfing in. And then yep. he meets Knuckles, and Knuckles is just kind of standing there, and he's just like pointing down, like, give me the emeralds. Or die. <laughs> I don't love you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. Sonic, and he runs he's off. sexy and smooth, yeah, I guess. I mean, to some people. Uh-huh. Yeah, the 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 craziest thing on here is this it, there's kind of an early version of the drop dash yeah! in that. I, I don't think I've ever seen that, and that is super cool. Yeah, uh, it kind of works like it. I should have really given that uh, ROM a bit of a play uh, before this to really confirm, but it's just what a weird coincidence. They had something that was like the drop dash in the, in the game before it was released, and I'm pretty sure Christian Whitehead has acknowledged it and was like, yeah, just a funny coincidence, guys. Wink. Uh. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I like I know we we know from like uh, prototype versions, not this specific one. I think it was known before, but where, you know, I've been mentioning it the whole time that Flying Battery was originally supposed to take place after Carnival Night before Ice Cap and um, that Mushroom Hill Zone was also called Mushroom Valley Zone before. Just just fun little bits of trivia there. Yep, and if you go into the, like the debug mode level select thing, you can find early versions of those levels, which are. Well, at least a flying battery that's super not complete. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they're there, but you can sort of see why it wasn't. they weren't ready in time for yep. the release. Uh, I think we've, we've, we've also touched on, like, the other versions. We've, we mentioned the Sonic & Knuckles collection featuring Sonic the screensaver. And yeah. sometimes Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's, from the that's real that's version. From. Sonic & Knuckles and Garfield, if you... 
we want to go for that. Oh god, they should have had a version where Garfield would be playable in it though. Imagine that. <laughs> <Hyper Garfield. laughs> oh, that's gotta be a ROM hack somebody's yeah. come up with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we mentioned Sonic Origins, which, hey, we have we have dedicated many, many hours talking about how we feel about that version to where it's, hey, it's pretty good now. <laughs> it's pretty all right. I played it through again and it was OK. I just died a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The, the the old the old retro engine likes to crush you um but yeah there you know there there are some differences in that version that hey what are you gonna do and like we said some arbitrary like music choices but i think on the whole it's it's a very very much deserves to be up there with the other um you know retro engine ports and uh yeah i've talked about sonic 3 complete which is the version i replayed which is um the the predecessor to sonic 3 air angel island revisited which is probably still unless you're just going to mod the origins version sonic 3 air is probably like the version to to replay on your computer if you're going to do it because sonic 3 complete is on the extra legal side of things because it is just a (laughs) hack of the original game whereas um and by the way sonic 3 complete is great though if you want like lots of little cool things uh but mm. if you want to, if you want to be somewhat legal, and you still happen to have a copy of the official Steam ROM of Sonic Three and Knuckles, like I do for the Sega Mega Ultimate Mega Drive Collection or Sonic's Mega Genesis Collection, something whatever, whatever. <laughs> the full ass name that yeah. goes on forever. Um, that Sonic Three Air is like it will take that ROM and modify it to make a fancy new fan made widescreen version of the game. Uh, which is really good, and has like achievements and unlockables and stuff. So that's pretty much it. The, like the most ideal version of playing it that isn't Origins. I did. Sh- I did check the uh, unlockables. It's uh, you know, it's most of the stuff you'd expect. It's drop down. It's Knuckles and Tails mode, uh, debug, Blue Sphere, uh, Super Peel Out, the Sonic and Knuckles title screens of Sonic Three, stuff like that. I think it was also the first time I played was able to play Blue Spheres in 60 frames per second. I think that was one of the big ones in uh, Sonic 3 Air. Good old Sonic fans making great stuff for free. And uh, now uh, you cannot buy that ROM because of Origins. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> que sera, sera. But that's it. That's... We have covered to the best of our ability sonic 3 and knuckles my favorite sonic game one of my all-time favorite games of all the times um i mean because look and, and honestly a lots of fans do consider it the best classic sonic game i'm not gonna say i know that everyone has different opinions here that's fine uh i do remember it wasn't it the other top of that fun fan poll that came out not too long ago that hype guy did uh, I think so. I don't remember if I ever saw the end of that because I was too mad at everyone voting for like uh, Sonic Unleashed and Sonic 06. And I'm like, y'all are all 14 years old. I cannot Sonic be Sonic CD with did this. not make it on the list. And I'm like, what are you doing, know, you monsters? Come on. <laughs> come on. Old man yelling at these newfangled kids. <laughs> Regardless of like, you know, where it stands on the actual. Uh, uh fan reception thing although it's still pretty good um how do we feel it measures up to everything that came since i'm gonna i'm gonna end this episode with another controversial opinion Uh-oh. uh it's still really good i like it wow 
Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hang on. Whoa. Hang on. You didn't call it the best thing ever. What's wrong Canceled. with you? Canceled. <laughs> nah. 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 I'm um, opening my intestines up for my honor. <laughs> I, I sincerely wish that I just, before recording this, had more time to really go into Sonic 3. And part of it is because I feel like I just didn't get to bring enough to this episode because of that. But that being said, I as we've been recording this, I just have fond memories flashing back to me of like popping it into like the PC disc tray and mostly playing Mushroom Hill mm. over and over again. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, just like as an adult, really appreciating the truly gigantic scope of Sonic 3 and Knuckles, both as separate games and then, of course, as one conglomerate mega game. And as and again, as an adult, I can really appreciate also, you know, the I feel like the legitimate outcry from a lot of the Sonic fan community wishing for something that is on as epic a scale as this game. And I, I in some ways, I kind of feel like Sonic Frontier's not necessarily matches, but like sort of spiritually matches it in like different kind of grand standing epic feats of wonder and stuff. Yeah. But I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It matches matches it in tone and like the gravitas of like especially the story and frontiers. Like it's kind of the the, the again not to overuse the word cinematic, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Um. I see what you're saying, but there are going to be so many people who are like, you dare put Frontiers neck and neck with the god that is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. How could you? I okay, mean, Dave. I'm just like, I get <laughs> and to, to them, I will say, you're entitled to your opinion, my friends, but please go outside, smell some fresh air, get a chili dog, and just take a breath. <laughs> no, I'm playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles for the 50th time this week. <laughs> now, to, to, I mean, not to play devil's advocate i'm not really but uh, yeah i i i I definitely see on the other side like they kind of haven't done something this big like even 2d like mania is the only thing that comes close and mania is a celebration of classic sonic as a whole and you you revisit a lot of ones and like that's the best part of playing superstars to me is when it does feel like sonic 3 and knuckles but I I said it earlier in the episode that playing replaying all the bosses in Sonic Three and Knuckles makes me really wish that Superstars had taken more inspiration yeah. from their for their yeah. bosses. But yeah, they they kind of still haven't. And you know, it's not like the Sonic franchise seems very much like it's only till recently I'd say the last decade that they're like, hey, maybe we don't have to reinvent the wheel that no. is Sonic every single time and we can just do some you know, we can, we can take what works and expand upon it It does feel like many times when they try to emulate what they did here it doesn't always work out, like Sonic tends to work his best when they Trying to make a game stand out on its own while like doing certain nods to these kind of things, like Sonic Adventure Two, was great because it's a game on in and of itself, a story in and of itself that just happens to have a few things in common with Sonic Three and Knuckles, and that it ends up in space and you do a supersonic and it's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still a Sonic Two guy at my heart, but you know, Sonic Three and Knuckles does so many things right and leaves such an impact that you know it's hard not to argue that it is in that upper echelon of the series yeah i think uh, uh sonic 3 and knuckles might be the only classic sonic game that i wish i could like 
erase all of my memories uh-huh. of an experience for the first time again. Like I get so much out of the other classic games because I've, Oh, I've played these so many times and I can, you know, I can, uh, uh zip through them. And like, especially, you know, games like Sonic CD that really do take like, uh, some, you, you really need to build up your skill level, but Sonic three and knuckles is the one I wish I could play for the first time again. For yeah, sure. My, my biggest gripe with Sonic three, I think is that, the difficulty between stages really is pretty uneven. Like it starts out, you know, relatively smooth and then it spikes up around marble garden and then it comes back down, then it spikes up again. Then it's kind of up and down for the rest of the game. And I wish it was, you know, a more gradual difficulty curve there. A part of me kind of almost wishes there was a version of Sonic 3 Knuckles that excises Marble Garden and Sandopolis and everything. Like <laughs> yeah, but it would, you know, it would still be a huge game too. Yeah, yep, yep. you take the good with the bad, or mm-hmm. more in actuality, you take the freaking amazing with the kind of really frustrating. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. the just okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like a lot of this stuff did get carried over, like this really helps set the scene for what like sonic games would be we've talked about like the kind of things that uh would be that we would inspire in sonic like the death egg itself is like even though the death egg is technically a sonic 2 thing i think it really became like its own thing in this game like something that people remember because it's right there at the beginning of sonic and knuckles like descending from the heavens and yeah um and that would be the inspiration for stuff like uh the space colony arc so uh, yeah, and I feel like, and if you play, and we 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 talked about Sonic Adventure to death, but there is so much of Sonic Three and Knuckles in Sonic Adventure. If you look at just the story and the layout and everything, even down to having like the different character playthroughs, they're slightly different from each other. Um, this is kind of like the this is like what sets the tone for Sonic in the future. If you just ignore everything they did in like 3D and what, because <laughs> that's yeah. just because 3D is its own thing. We like 3D here, by the way, but it isn't on the same sort of scale as the Sonic Three and Knuckles. The actual continuation to this is Sonic Adventure, and you can see that. Yep, good stuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. good game. You should people should play it. If you haven't, play it. There's lots of different options so for you. <laughs> It may not be like a hundred percent like it's as it was on the Mega Drive, but hey, that game was in flux anyway because there are three different ways of playing it. If you count Sonic Three, Sonic and Knuckles, and Sonic Three and Knuckles, so whatever works for you. Sonic Three and Knuckles is really great. I'm sorry, I just have to be the one to <laughs> to say I just love this game. I don't have anything else of particular value to say. I just wanted to be the one to say Sonic 3 and Knuckles will live in our hearts forevermore. What an absolute wonderful game. I'm just so glad that it exists and I am not well because of it. So thank you Sonic and Knuckles on our 50th episode. I get to just say this game is really good and cool for about four hours and <laughs> pretend that is good content for other people oh, to listen taking to. taking his shirt off. Hey. Uh, okay, <laughs> STC is the main reason I'm a Sonic fan, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> yeah. The games are a big part of it too, but STC is the reason I stuck to it. But Sonic 3 and Knuckles forms my basis of what Sonic should be. Like, it's not like that for everyone, but for me in particular, and for a lot of British people apparently, and partly because of the comic that came along with it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is just, this is Sonic to me, and... Not that all the other Sonic isn't great, not that everything that came after isn't iconic and great and stands out to me too, but yeah, this is Sonic to me. And Knuckles. 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 (laughs) 
Well, I hope you have enjoyed our our just another very positive, just gushing episode <laughs> explaining why we love Sonic games. Um, you can find us around the internet under uh, usually under Sonic F series. Um, that's where you'll find us on YouTube. That's might probably where you're listening to this. Um, you can find me around the internet at Game Buddy. Um, usually just that name, sometimes with a one, two, three, but hey, if you stumble across a game buddy, it's probably me. You'll, you'll figure it out. Oh yeah. I keep forgetting that I'm the older. (laughs) It's right there, right in front of me. I was like, oh yeah. I wonder who that's for. Um, and I, the biggest Sonic three and Knuckles fan in this call, uh, (laughs) um, Falero, you can find me all across the internet at F-A-U-L-E-R-R-O. What a super jingle. I am Rata Jake, and you can find me as such on different websites such as Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and all that. And you can find me on Twitch, where I haven't streamed in a very long time, as Mr. Rock the Jake. And of course, you can find me on various social media platforms at Cyberlink420. And a super special hyper thanks, as always, to Amy Waters for the use of our theme song from the album Gotta Go Slow. You can check out more of her work on YouTube and Bandcamp, and she's got a lot of new stuff coming out these days, so be sure to pick some up, especially if it's a Bandcamp Friday, so she gets all of that delicious, horrible, capitalistic money, but hey... <laughs> um always remember uh please uh remember to uh subscribe review share the show uh that really helps get it out there and hey we're going into our uh, third third mm, third year of the show wow okay yes, hey, yes we yeah. are right. and so just just reminded you to, to to get it out there and that that uh helps us um just our audience grow and it provides more opportunities and incentive for us to do bigger and greater projects like the comic videos we've been making and man we we want we want to do some big stuff so knowing people are are watching listening really is really encouraging so thank you very much yeah. Yeah. Um, we may be on number 50 but we are not in our end game just yet um no. so uh, be sure to keep sticking around yeah and if you're going to stick around in the immediate future look guys i know <laughs> we, we've been reading your comments and listening to your feedback we know that you have been waiting for us to talk about a certain show you know i would argue it is maybe the reason that a lot of people are listening to us specifically do this podcast so we are finally going to relent and talk about the one, like the one show that we have not really discussed in depth, Sonic Underground. That that's that's the one that people want, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Absolutely, everyone everyone loves Sonic Underground. Y'all like Knuckles, right? He's in yeah. this one. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. By the way, we're talking about Knuckles in Sonic Underground. The only reason some people probably watch Sonic Underground <laughs> for that one time Knuckles was in it. I think he was in it a few times, but we're talking about the time he first showed up. Oh, it's Knuckles. We just talked about him ages in this episode, and we're going to talk about him again. I love Knuckles. I hope he's good in this one. Mm, Oh, he's there. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, until then, I am Game Buddy. I'm Falero. I am Rock the Jake. I just forgot what quote I was going to (laughs) pick. And I'm Cyberlink, and... For the first time in my life, I am considering wearing pants. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, I know I wasn't when I played this game. Oh, 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 oh. Well, on that note, this has been The Hill is Always Greener, and we'll see you on the other side. And Knuckles. And, and Knuckles. Knuckles. And Amy. And Knuckles. But mostly Knuckles. <laughs>